place where we live. This is Hack the Dino. I'm Ben Rosenthal and that's Dan McGuinness. Dan McGuinness. We're here at Avcon recording live. You're not watching this live because this is how time works. Anyway, this is episode 48. We've done 48 of these things. 48. None at Avcon though. What a way to celebrate our 48th episode than doing a really simple and not at all involved live show. It's so complicated. It's ridiculous. All right, through the day, we're going to have lots of guests. We are. We've got a couple of guests lined up. Uh, I think we've got King Kaiju. Would you look at the camera and the, the people? We've got Ruby Plays coming by, hopefully. Uh, King Kaiju will be here. A couple of the guys from Retrospect. Maybe we can grab some indie game developers to come and talk about their games. Uh, but first, we're going to go into a little bit of news and stuff. You're just like a magpie. You see something shiny, you just want to go peck it. There's something shiny? <laughs> all right, first of all, we should talk about what we've been playing. What have I been playing? What have you been playing, Dan? I have been playing two things. I've been playing Octopath Traveler. Right, good. And I've been playing Sonic Mania Deluxe, whatever that edition is, the shiny one that came out. All right, talk, talk a bit about Sonic, because I want to talk about Octopath Traveler as well. Sonic. Um, Sonic is, so it's basically uh, all the old Sonic games mashed together kind of thing. So you'll be like playing a level from Sonic 2. Right. And then you'll fall down a hole and you'll be in, like, Dr. Robotnik's mean bean machine suddenly. Basically, and Puyo Puyo. Yeah. You, you'll do one level of that. You'll get shot out of that. Once you, once you beat Dr. Robotnik, you go do some other stuff. And they've just mushed all the games together. And they've done it in a really good way. Feels crisp. They've got two new characters. I don't know what their names are. There's, like, a yellow man and another coloured thing. I think that's their names. Yellow, yellow man and the coloured thing. Coming um, at you. And, uh, yeah, I've been playing that. And it's just, like, it feels legit. That's like the thing I've It's noticed. legitimately a thing that exists. You heard it here first on Hack the Dino. No, it feels legit. Old school playing. Yeah, it feels like awesome. legitimately you can feel it in your hands. Yeah. So I've been doing that. Feeling things in your hands. Yeah. And Octopath Traveler. Yeah. So Octopath Traveler, uh, this was a demo that first came out when the Switch was launched, uh, yeah. which was awesome. Uh, then they brought out another three-hour demo for free. Uh, which had a three-hour limit on, and then you could transfer that progress over to the game. Now, the game was launched last week. Uh, I purchased it. So did you, Dan. Um, that's where the camera is. Mm -hmm. uh, and <laughs> it is absolutely fantastic. I, I'm a huge Chrono Trigger fan. Uh, it's made on the Unreal Engine. Yeah. It's 16-bit uh, pixels, but the backgrounds and the shading and the light is all done with 3D Engine. Uh, I'm not a fan of the English voice acting. It's a little bit hammy, but nah, then... it's great. In a way, I, I, I kind of really love that as well. It's like, oh, I am Cyrus. I'm here to... That's, uh, that's one thing. So that clearly, you got into Cyrus pretty quickly. No, I, I use uh, Aldrich, the warrior. So the premise of the game is you just there's eight characters. You get to choose one, and that determines where you start on the map. Yep. So basically, if you choose a character... Uh, and so everyone's game, depending on who they choose, is kind of a different vibe. So my, one player might start at the other end of the map, where another player, if they choose a character that starts down there... That will be the end of their game, kind of thing. So it's got the, and then from there you spread out, picking up characters, and then um, once you meet a new character, you basically go back in time, and then play their story up until the point where you meet your character. Your character. Yeah. Very cool idea. Very yeah, cool. Yeah. Great idea. Um, what I like is the balance of stories as well. So you got uh, Oldbrick, I think that's how you pronounce his name, who's a warrior who was betrayed by one of his warrior brethren, and the king was killed. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. I'm not having done oh, that. Oh, spoiler! <laughs> uh, then you've got uh, uh, Cyrus who uh, lost a book, <laughs> and then and, you've and, got Primrose who and got accused. <laughs> yeah, and then you've got Primrose whose father was murdered and is uh, a prostitute. Shh, I haven't done that one either. <laughs> trying to find the like, 
the differences between storylines is, uh, yeah, I've lost a book. Oh, my father was murdered and I'm pretending to be a prostitute. Who did you start as? Old Brick, the warrior. I started as uh, Ophelia. Ophelia, the... The lady. What lady? She's just a lady who uses white magic and can Does she jump into a stream? No, she's got like... She's like fought up by... Um, uh, so she's Hamlet. friends with the princess kind of thing. He's friends with Hamlet? No, she's like the adopted kid into a royal family who never felt she was good enough, but they love her, but she never knew that kind but of But I life. thought she went insane. No. Ah. Oh. No, nah, none of them. None of them? No, nah, wrong character. Put your hand up if you've never read Hamlet by William Shakespeare. I did a project Thank on you, it. Thank you, Nick. Nick off to the side there. Um, I've also been playing Pocket Fighter which is a uh, indie game that came out on the Switch. Um, it's not a Friday night in. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool, actually. You, it's a really simple, uh, you know, the Neo Geo, is it the Wonder Swans? Not the Neo yeah. Geo, but the Wonder Swans, those type of fighting games. And it's the first person, you've got five rounds, but it's the first person to win two rounds in a row. Uh, and you've got like a Ryu clone, uh, you've got uh, uh, like uh, a Chun-Li clone, all that sort of stuff. Uh, it's 8-bit. Um, it's just a hell of a lot of fun. Nice. Um, but... Pick that up as well. It's only about $15 on the Australian store. Oh. Uh, should we get into a bit of news while we're here? That's why we're waiting for yep. Avcon to fill out. The doors have only just opened. That's why it looks a bit sparse. Yeah. All right, news. Look, you get to see the notebook this week. I know, we have to stand. Uh, no Man's Sky next is coming out soon. Is that a redo of No Man's Sky? It's a massive update. So yeah, it's coming out the 24th. Uh, some what? of the things I've got, it's you've got a third-person view, so it's not just first-person anymore. Uh, you can design your own character so you can actually see uh, who you're playing and you can be an alien as well. Uh, you can have a multiplayer experience, which would be a bit weird if you know people just don't play it anymore. Uh, new environments. Woo. And the best thing is that a lot of people return the game after they purchased it because it was such a colossal failure. You can get it really, really cheap secondhand and basically brand new at any good EB type game store. Don't say EB. Uh, I meant B-E. B. Be a store. Go to a store and be it. Uh, Fortnite is celebrating their one-year anniversary soon with oh. lots of gifts to give away and, and people being happy and shooting each other. So look forward to that. Uh, another news, Fortnite has just announced from October they've made $1 billion. Is that all? A free game, which is free to play, and you don't need to spend any money. And if you do want to spend money, it's not to help you win. It's just to help you get, like, uh, different looks for your characters. Has made $1 billion. Well, games make that much if they're successful, don't they? Uh, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, like then you look Heart at... Hearthstone's free. I'm sure that would have made that much money. Absolutely. And then you look at other things like, I don't know, uh, EA's Battlefront 2, maybe? Uh, Shadow of Mordor? That sort of thing? Dan's just distracted. Yeah. I don't even know why I'm talking. Dan's... Oh, look, pretty lights. Well, I haven't got anything to say anyway. <laughs> uh, the last Hollow Knight DLC is going to be uh, uh, revealed, uh, sent yep. out, whatever that word is that I'm thinking of. It'll be that very, very soon. Adelaide's own Team Cherry, who we're still hoping will come on the show sometime. Again. Please. Again. Episode 14 or something they were on last time. Uh, we're hoping they're going to be back when they're finished doing all their very important work and not being number one on the Nintendo eShop store because that game's amazing. Like the Nintendo eShop there. Hey, oh, we're right across from Nintendo today. I am freaking out. 
It's pretty good. He got some posters. And last little bit of news. Uh, Microsoft has announced at, well, they did announce that at Gamescom, they were going to be showing off some new hardware. Ooh. And we also know that, you know, Xbox working on the Scarlet, the next-gen console. So a lot of people are getting very excited that we might get a little hint, a little sneak peek at Scarlet. And then about half an hour later, Microsoft went, oh, no, no, we just meant new bundles and new games. We, we didn't mean so that. Uh, sorry. Sorry, guys. But, uh, we lied. We, we're sorry. We call it tight. Anyway, that's probably about it for our intro and, and news section. We're going to go for a little walk around now, maybe get some guests to come over, say hi, talk about some words. Dan can go back to concentrating on his business. And we'll see you shortly. Start wipe. Hello, we're back, and our fronts, we're both here, and I'm here with this man, it's King Kaiju. Now you may not have seen him before, but you would have seen all his awesome toys that we have on our YouTube show, sitting at the front there. Thank you for joining us, King Kaiju. Thanks, Ben. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> now, tell us about King Kaiju, and Kaiju's King Kaiju. Well, uh, King Kaiju is a pay, uh, fa Facebook and Instagram page that we run uh, that uh, we sell kaiju toys, Japanese uh, Japanese memorabilia, video games, retro games, uh, bits of everything. So any, um, anything cool from Japan. That, yeah. Do you yeah. want to explain to some people who may not know what a kaiju actually is? Well, a kaiju is uh, a, a strange beast. So. In Japan, there's Godzilla. one that's a dinosaur on a tank. His name is Dinosaur Tank, and you pronounce his name like this: Dinosaur Tank. Yeah, that's how you say it. Um, yeah, he's from Ultraman, but yeah, the uh, the kaiju's are from many different series in Japan. Uh, you may know the name kaiju from uh, Pacific Rim because they stole it. Stole it. Yes, yes, they they stole all their ideas from Japan. But yep. hey, it's still kind of cool. And there's one thing we don't do here on our YouTube channel, is steal ideas. Uh, uh, so, hmm. now you travel over to Japan quite a bit in order to pick up these things. Yes, yes. Tell us a little bit about that and how you uh, seek out these items. Uh, well, I'm not going to tell you all my secrets. God damn it! Um, but, yeah, I, I like to... I try to get <laughs> this close. Uh, I go, go to a lot of the uh, second-hand stores in Japan and try to get to some of the markets and just anywhere that may sell anything that I'm interest, interested in and anything that any of our followers are interested in. So Now, a lot of these uh, toys are in really good condition, considering some are from the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. Yeah. Uh, how do you like find that? Is it more of a cultural thing where uh, they, they just take care of things like that or you know specifically where to go? A uh, bit of both. I mean, uh, Japanese people seem to take very good care of everything they own, uh, be it electronics or children's toys. Um, a lot of that stuff, yeah, it, it's so well taken care of that it's practically new, so. Yeah. Yeah. So you can buy it and sell it to the highest bidder. Yes, mostly him. Here's Dan. Get out of our shot, Dan. This is our interview. Yeah, uh, now, what's yeah. the, the best thing that you found out there? In, in the wild, in the Japan mm. wilds, was it a Pokemon? Did a Pokemon come up and go throw throw your balls at his face to capture? I I don't put my balls in anyone's faces. Well, you're not living. Hmm. Um, so yeah. <laughs> uh, so probably um, I at at a second hand shop in a uh, bargain bin. 
I found, this was for my own collection, it was a the very first Nintendo game console. Uh, it's it's a yellow... Uh, the Pong machine? Pong, Pong style yeah. machine, yes. That was in a bargain bin. It was in a bargain bin, and I think it was maybe 500 yen, so maybe six, seven dollars. And that's great, because I haven't been searching for one of them for years. <laughs> yes. Um, now, I do know that you did get a, a rare Brontosaurus from... Uh, oh, yes. What was it, the first ever action figure or something? Well, it, 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 it was the very first vinyl uh, vinyl figurine. Um, so, and it, from there, it spawned... Uh, the kaiju toy genre, pretty much. Um, after they did the the dinosaurs, they went on to doing Godzilla and Ultraman. Um, and yeah, I yeah I was I, I was lucky enough to find one of them for my own collection. And then a year or so later, I found another one which I was able to bring back to Australia and found a good home for that as well. Uh, Cash money. <laughs> now. Um if I say this word, I just want you to explain the, to the people what it is. Lepidon. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, Lepidon is the Japanese Spider-Man series. Uh, it was his robot. Spider-Man had a robot yes. in the Japanese series. Uh, Spider-Man was also bitten by a alien, I think, yeah. as opposed to a monster. And he fought Kaiju. Yep. And... Am great. I correct in that uh, the Spider-Man series from the 60s is what gave birth to Power Rangers yes. and Super Sentai yes. and all those types of come? So I think what happened was they, uh, once they did the Spider-Man series, they finished that, lost the rights, so they started, yeah, Super Sentai. They stole Sentai. the ideas. Well, not really. They created the ideas anyway. And then they stole their own idea yes. out of the safe at work when no one was looking. I've had that done. Don't do that. It's not very nice. Yeah. All right, and you're here at Avcon today as part of Retrospect. Yes, I'm helping out at Retrospect. Now, we're going to get uh, someone over from Retrospect over to have a chat in a little bit, but give us a, a grand overview as to what Retrospect does. Uh, well, at, at Avcon, we are doing um, the Retro Game Museum. Now, uh, what with that, we're, we're uh, doing... Early from early consoles like the very first or some of the very first consoles all the way through to uh, the Xbox. So yeah, we, we've got everything from Pong machines, Ataris, Commodore 64s. Uh, then we've got yeah, I don't some know. of those old Japanese consoles. I think I saw a yeah, Famicom over yeah, there. There's there's a Famicom, a twin Famicom, which takes the uh, the Famicom disc system. Yeah. Uh, which is like a floppy disk. Um, Sorry, we're on YouTube. People don't know what a floppy disk is. It's, it, it's a cassette future. that you used to put into a machine. They don't know what cassettes are. All right, it, it, it's a piece of plastic that records data. You know the icon of the save button? That one of those. That's what it, that's what it is. That, that's that. So, millennials, there's mm. your research. That's a did you know from two old men talking to you. Old your, sin. Your chosen medium. <laughs> and What's where can YouTube? we find? <laughs> yeah, sure. Mm. And podcasts. Uh, where can we find uh, all King Kaiju related right. paraphernalia? Uh, well, I've got the King Kaiju Facebook, the King Kaiju Instagram. Now it's King Kaiju Collectibles King, on there. Yes, if you if you search King Kaiju Collectibles, you should be able to find it. Um, and also at 
at Greenlight Comics. We've got, we've got two. Oh, 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 oh! Hey, get, get, oh. get that out of there! Get out! What are you doing? Yeah. Get, out, get out of there! Uh, we, we've got a couple of cabinets in Greenlight, which we we uh, like to stock with some of the best stuff we have. Yeah, that's right, Nick. The best stuff. Um, <laughs> so, um, and we also tend to put more of the PAL Australian versions in Greenlight as well because, yeah. It, People uh, don't understand that uh, specific regions have specific games they can play in their specific consoles with specific power. Yeah. And things go boom. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this White has been smoke. King Kaiju. Catch him at Greenlight Comics. Catch him also on each and every episode where we steal all of his cool stuff that he spends a lot of time over in Japan finding and we utilize for our own benefit. Once again, with the stealing. We don't steal here at Hack the Dino. We're completely original. Mm-hmm. Hey, everyone. We're still here at Avcon, and I'm really enjoying it. It's not soul-crushing or draining at all. I love Avcon. Anyway, I'm here with Will Brennan, who's been on the show before. Uh, he is one of the head honchos of Retrospect, Adelaide's own retro gaming community. Uh, Will, welcome to our live mess that is Hack the Dino. Thank you very much, Ben. It's uh, lovely to be here. <laughs> We're being uh, earnest. Yes. You can hear it in our voices and see it in our pale faces. I'm not that pale, Ben. Come I'm very on. pale, but that's oh. nothing new for me. I've got red hair and afraid of the sun. Anyway, Will, enough about me. Well, what do you do? I was going to say, have you had a bit of time to come by our retro museum so far? Oh, absolutely. I've already been on there playing X-Men vs. Street Fighter. Fantastic. Kicking well, some butts with Ryu and Wolverine because I'm that much of a boring gamer that I choose the vanilla option. Hey, look, Wolverine's a really good choice for that game, all so right? So is Ryu. <laughs> Always Ryu. But guys, Entr we Oh, just to cut you off, it's Ryu's birthday today, everyone. That's right. The 20th or 21st, 21st of July, 1964, that fictional man was born, we think. I don't know. No one knows who his parents are. But happy birthday, Ryu. I know you're watching. Who, who played Ryu in that Jean-Claude movie again? Uh, some guy. Oh, okay. Anyway, what do you do? What do I do? Well, I'm one of the few guys that runs the retro gaming area. Um, we're down here at Avcon to show off all of our cool kit. Uh, we've got a beautiful museum over there, and uh, we've got... Wonderful consoles on display. We've got all your favorites, your SNES, your Mega Drives, your Master Systems. We also got some really new, interesting, obscure stuff like the new one or the, P, uh, was it the Philips CDI? Yeah, the Philips CDI. Wow. If you guys ever heard of the my boy meme from uh, Zelda, then you'll certainly get what that console <laughs> do is. Do you have uh, the Wand of Gamelon over there? I believe we do, yeah. You have the Wand of Gamelon I over there? I think we do, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. I'm trapped. I can't move. Um, but yeah, so normally... We're a retro video gaming uh, association. We're all about the education of retro games and making sure that people still get to play them and enjoy them. Do they? Do they enjoy them? Yeah, dude. Look, uh, we got a down low on the skinny last year from Avcon, and we were the second most popular area here. You so. got the down low on the skinny? What jive talking? <laughs> down low on the skinny? Yeah. Okay. Just say extra, extra quiet, mate. <laughs> But that being said, we were considered one of the most popular video gaming areas. Rightly so, because the uh, machines you've got over there are absolutely amazing. We've already mentioned the arcade games. King Kaiju was here before yeah. talking about it. Um, can you fill us in a bit more about uh, the difference between some of the Japanese games oh, yeah, and yeah, why yeah. they're important and the stuff we got over here? So, I mean, a lot of us have got that nostalgia vibe from the SNES and, and the Mega Drive and such. But what we haven't seen are the things like the Super Famicom, which is the SNES over in Japan, and some of the really great games that they had over there. 
We have one of the best consoles from J Japan, the PC Engine. Oh, which yes. Which has got some really good classics like the Wonder Boy series, um, both the RPG and the arcade versions. Bomberman. Oh, Bomberman. Five-player Bomberman's fantastic. And the best Street Fighter 2 port on any console. Seriously. And what I love about the PC Engine is that the game cartridges are like this big and they're actual, almost like trading cards. They're so thin. Yeah. And yet the games are in such high quality. Uh, and I think over in Japan, they even use them as trading cards. Really? Yeah. So wow. uh, you bought some and you traded them with your friends. That's fantastic. If not, I'm making that up. Who's going to say otherwise? Well, I lived in Japan. I know. The PC Engine was also like one of the most advanced consoles for its time. So seriously, you got to come and take a look at it if you ever get a chance. Now, you've also got over there a uh, Famicom. Yes, yeah, we do, which is the NES system for any power lovers. So what was the, uh, why, why is the Famicom looking so different to the Nintendo Entertainment System, which is what we got over here? Well, from what I understand, they had to make it look and feel like a VCR in the States. Ah, Whereas of course. Whereas in Japan, they didn't really care, they just wanted something to play games on. Like, much like the Super Nintendo in Japan and here looks sleek and really well designed. Yep. And then the United yep. States, it looked like a piece of vomit. <laughs> Purple vomit. Have a look. Oh, look, it's not that bad. It's got some pretty pictures on it. There are some big buttons you can press. It looks like a tissue box. <laughs> yeah, well, purple. Ours looks like a little ovoid or something. Yeah, and that's sweet. It is pretty sweet. And the colours are amazing too. Um, now you've got some competitions yeah, coming up do. throughout the day. So we've got some Tony Hawk High score competitions. We've got a fighting comp coming up in about 20 minutes. Yeah, um, that we've signed up for. Yeah. Brayden and I went and signed up. We're going to oh, kick some digital butt oh, no. on Ryu's birthday. Well, I've Good had old Ryu. Throw my hat into the ring, I have a bad feeling you're going to clean me up there. I've got a bad feeling I'm going to get cleaned up because <laughs> I suck at video games. I love them, but I'm horrible at them. Well, tomorrow we've also got to catch the biggest bass. So if you've got any uh, How real are you going to get all those guitars? <laughs> they don't really run away either. They're just sort of lying on the ground. Just don't step on them. Very generous with that laugh, Will. Thank you. Braden's shaking his head. You should be used to this by now, Braden. I can't. That's such a bad joke. That is such a bad joke. It's okay. I'm a father, everyone. I've got my license. We've also got a speed run for uh, Super Mario. So if yes. you are really good at the original levels of Super Mario, come and give that a crack. I'll give that a crack. Excellent. Excellent. Well. Uh, all right. We, uh, we've got a panel later on that I'm going to yeah, be on do. as well. Fantastic. Talking about the good old NES, the Gen 3. Uh, so if you've got a time machine and can travel back to Ryu's birthday, come on down and see us at 4 o'clock. Oh, thank you very much, Will, from Retrospect. Oh, plug, Retrospect. Where can we oh, go? Yes, so Retrospect. If you don't come and see us at Avcon on the weekend, you can see us at www.retrospect.com.au. And at other conventions and around And at Australia. other conventions. We'll be in Canberra very soon. And if you're out there, we'll see you very soon. Awesome. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me. Will. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, we're still here at Avcon having the best time ever. You should really be here because it's heaps of fun and not really. We're here with Melonhead Games. This is Alex and this is Pat. Say hi, guys. Hey. How's it going? Now, you're over in the indie game developer area That's of right. Avcon. Yep. Tell us a little bit about uh, your company and, and the game Rooftop Renegade. So, yeah, we're Melonhead Games. Uh, we're four mates uh, who went through uni together. Um, were you studying biology? Biology, of course. <laughs> biology and yep. games go hand right. in hand, of course. Yep. yep. Um, no, we did uh, game art and uh, then we did our... Bachelor of Creative Arts, I guess. And, digital uh, media. Digital media, that's it. Um, yeah, now we're uh, working over at Games Plus in a shared office space. Where cool. We're making Melonhead Games full-time. 
Oh, sweet. So it's actually a full-time job for you guys? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Now, the game's plus space. Is that the government initiative where they right. got a, uh, an area and just said, hey, creatives, come and yep, that's do the stuff? That's and how would you get that happening? Uh, well, I mean, the game community is pretty small in Adelaide, so everyone mm. talks to each other. Yep. So we knew it was coming for a while. And then it just happened like we... Put it yeah, we went in for a tour, and they just said, "Oh, we got some offices. They're pretty cheap." We're like, "Well, we like this one, so we'll take it." <laughs> we'll take that one by the window we and wish. the vending machine. We yeah, wish. No windows, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Is it like they were all taken straight away? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking maybe you're in like this little sweat box down in the cellar. So, hey. Yeah, that's your free <laughs> spot. Don't mind the rats. That's Jeff. He that's doesn't Jeff. eat much. Yeah, yeah. Um, so tell us about your—is it your first game, or you've developed games before that? Well, we've worked together the four of us for like the past four years so this is our first major release okay it hasn't come out yet of course so when it comes out next year this will be our first release okay and tell us a little bit about it um well it's a uh, i'm gonna let pat take over oh, okay <laughs> so it's competitive platformer you've right. got um a competitive platformer you've got one player who's running through the level and then up to three other people who have to shoot up the environment ahead of them Oh, wow. So the idea is they're trying to slow them down so that a van behind the runner can actually catch them. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah, and there's also a single-player mode in which there's like an AI gunner, but you can't see his crosshair, so you don't know what he's going to shoot, and he can be pretty intense in hard mode. So can they uh, just shoot the stuff ahead of you, or can they shoot the actual runner as well? No, they're trying to capture her alive, oh, so, okay, so their guns are disabled when they aim at her. Oh, really? Yep. Ah, Strict police. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so what's the setting? Is it futuristic? Is it medieval times? Is it? Uh, it's it's sci-fi, but we are adding a bit of time travel. Oh, wow. Is, yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's, you know, programming a game isn't hard enough. Let's throw in some time travel logistics yeah. in there because yep. that's what the punters really want. Yeah. So it plays to the her character. So her ca the character you play as, Svetlana, or Svet. Svetlana. Uh, Svetlana. Uh, not many games have got that. Um... Yeah, so she's she's equipped with like timey wimey travelly. Uh, we call them power kicks. They're like chrono kicks. Chrono kicks. God, I don't even know my own game. Chrono kicks. Um, and yeah, so they you get to the end of a level, a little portal opens up, and that alludes that she's gone off somewhere else. Time travel. Time travel. Mm -hmm. The old west. The old west. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's. For us, it's kind of good because it's like unlimited with what we can do. Right. Um, but at the same time, it's a problem because there's no limit to what we can <laughs> do. <laughs> uh, now, does it have a storyline behind it or have you just got a uh, an infinite runner? Um, there is kind of like a story-based mode that we haven't implemented yet, but it's in the works, where the idea is she travels back in time on her first run and she goes too far. So from then on, she's kind of traveling through different time zones, trying to get back to where she was originally. Sweet. But the uh, the time police are after her the whole time. So oh, I hate those time police. <laughs> always try and stop me taking all my timons. <laughs> you know, timons are a real thing. Yeah. Scientists discovered them about six months ago. So that's your science update from here at Hack the Dino. Uh, so when's it looking like it will be released? We're hoping uh, first quarter next year. Cool. So first quarter 2019. So, I mean... We hope. We you said hope? originally, like, ah, oh, by Avcon. And we're like, ah, oh, by October. And then we're like, ah, oh, by first quarter. That's generally how these things go. I mean, yeah. Crackdown 3 has been delayed so many times. Yeah. To the point where the Microsoft goes, yeah, Crackdown's not getting any more uh, time. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. coming out that day. <laughs> so what are you looking at releasing it on? Uh, Steam? Uh, Switch? So Steam's our initial release. Right. 
Um, then we're planning on going through Xbox first, okay. and then Switch and PlayStation. But we haven't been in talks with anyone about that yet. So right, that's and I mean, progress. after the uh, the paves that uh, Team Cherry have put down for game devs everywhere, let's hope yep. they're more than willing to look into <coughs> little old South Australian gaming devs to put their games on the platform. I've seen it, Braden. You're going to put some of the footage on the screen so people can see it at home. Uh, where can they read more about it? Uh, yeah, so we're on all the socials. Uh, so follow us at uh, Melonhead Games. Look out for Ted, the little logo there. Um, He's a little man with a little face and little a big face, smile. Big smile, yeah. It's so like Pac-Man if Pac-Man was drunk. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> If Pac-Man was if, drunk. If. Um, yeah, so we're on Facebook, Melonhead Games. Uh, we've got a website, melonheadgames.com.au. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, just follow us on any of those. We're going to set up a mailing list soon. So we'll have constant updates on how the game's going and when you can expect it to be released. And just want to get in touch. Yeah, and if you're down at Avcon and somehow find yourself in a portal and can go back in time, come on over and play the game now. It's, <laughs> it, it, I got this wrong before when we were talking. It's in beta? It's in alpha. Alpha, not Amiga. <laughs> or Alpha Centuri. Yeah. Or other Greek words that I don't know what I'm talking about. because I don't know what you're talking about either. Neither do I. <laughs> so let's leave it there so I stop looking like an idiot in front of the professionals. Hello, Dan McGinnis here at Avcon. Live? We're not live. And I'm losing my voice. Today I have Mr. Paul Brisk with Hi. me. Paul, what do you do? I tattoo people for money. So you are the owner of... I own Infinite Worlds Tattoo and Design, a tattoo studio in Adelaide, uh, just on Main North Road in Prospect. And um, you kind of... Uh, your tattoo store is a bit different to normal tattoo stores. Yep. In the fact it's very, like, it's very deeply focused into nerd culture. Yep. So you do a lot of like, video game tattoos, Pokemon tattoos and stuff like that. That's your main bread. Yep. Uh, we're the, the nerdiest studio in South Australia, uh, if not Australia. I don't know. Uh, maybe a couple of places. Yeah, but. yeah. So you, um, you have a booth here today at Avcon. Yep. And you're doing live tattooing. Yes. As, as I, and I never thought they'd ever let that, but apparently they are. <laughs> and today um, I went over there before and I saw you uh, uh, doing a bit of a... Um, what was it? Was it the... Doing Link versus Bowser. Yeah, it. Smash Brothers tattoo. Yeah, and that was uh, on a uh, gentleman, which he came over before. Actually, it was amazing. It was like Danny's uh, calf. Yeah, it's kind of on the side of his leg. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, <coughs> that, and they were all pre-booked. Those guys. Uh, yeah, so everyone's pre-booked this weekend. Uh, depending on how successful this week, this weekend is, maybe next year come along. We'll have probably two booths. Ooh, Might be doing some two stuff. chairs. Yeah, two chairs. And is it just you there? It's or just me tattooing at the moment. Uh, Tomorrow, on Sunday, Casey and I will have half a day each. Nice, so, nice. Yeah. And so you're completely booked out for the weekend? Completely booked. So no one has to come down and get their tattoos no. yet, but yeah. they can book at your store? Exactly. You can make a booking. Uh, we've got two things on offer. If you like our Facebook or Instagram page, you'll get a free little temporary tattoo. So oh, maybe you should get one. I didn't even know that. Yeah, go grab temporary one. And then I can just get it tattooed on permanently? Yeah, if you wanted, later on, yeah. Can I um, just, I'm going to have to shave a bit to get into the spot yeah, I want. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, I'm going to have to get some more gloves. Yeah. <laughs> you have to wear a couple of them because yeah, it might yeah. melt. Yeah. <laughs> and if uh, you book a consult uh, while at Avcom weekend, uh, you'll get 10% off your first session for that tattoo. So, oh, which is pretty sweet. Yes. Need air horns. Yeah, that'd be rad. Yeah. I, I want those like live buttons so yeah, we can yeah. just make gifts come up. Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> Well, thank you for dropping in thank and you. having a little chat with us yeah. this weekend. And um, 
I'm going to come over and maybe I'll get a butt tattoo. Yeah. Or get a temporary tattoo and Braden can put it on your butt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Star wipe out. Hi, everyone. It's Ben and Dan. This is episode 48 of Hack the Dino. Dan's doing funny things, but that's okay because I'm the professional here, not Dan. Isn't that right, Dan? I'm professional. <laughs> professional what, hey? Professional rad. Anyway, we're radar. here at Avcon. Uh, we're talking to people. We're having a fun old time, full of fun times. Dan, how's business been? It's been great. It's been yeah. so good. I've got Nick over here off camera, burning away at selling books at a passionate rate. They kicked the coffee man out, so I had to run down the road to get the coffee. That's Nick. There's Nick. You may remember him from such episodes as episode 12 of Hack the Dino, and that time he was in a Boba Fett suit. Oh. And if you've ever been to Greenlight Comics, he may or may not have insulted you indirectly. Oh, Nick is the Boba Fett of the 501st. If he doesn't get kicked out, he's trying to fit back into his costume. <laughs> he's supporting a Django Hey, Fett. so let's talk about comics. Bit of comic news, because this weekend, as we film, San Diego Comic Con is on. Uh, so lots so of news coming out of there. So I've just got a couple of news bits we can have a chat about tidbits. briefly. Tidbits? Giblets. Giblets. Tiddlewinks. Little, little nuggets of comedic... Truth. Comic truth. Comic truth. It's called Cruth. Cruth. IDW have announced that they are publishing a brand new kids line of all the spider people. Uh, so much like their Star Wars line that Disney off-handed off to another publisher because apparently Marvel can't make kids comics. Uh, IDW is now, yeah, doing the Spider-Man and the Star Wars line. It's funny you should mention those comics. Because it is It is funny, because it's not like we were talking about this about three minutes ago. But it's, anyway. It's true. The, um, the Star Wars, so they're called Star Wars Adventures. Adventures. Um, they are heavily embargoed in Australia. We find it very, 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 very difficult to get them in. Why? What do you mean by embargoed? Um, meaning uh, someone else has the license for them. Right. In Australia, but doesn't actually bring them in or produce them. So we're not allowed to have them here. So I just get them, I just buy them off other comic shops and get them sent to me, to my comic shop, and then resell them. I'm a genius. You're a, you're a marketing mastermind. Yeah, so um, are they popular? They're, they're pretty popular with the kids. Are they, are they popular with kids or popular with 40-year-old men who uh, men, are still kids? Men. They look, they look great. They're popular with Nick. Nick's gone. <laughs> but um, no, no, it's a, um, they're, they're a great series. The art in them is wicked. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's got that... Um, that indie vibe, really good depth with all their stuff. The colourings, like you know, that, that beautiful like new, new wave colouring. IDW do really, really good licensed products. I think that's basically their entire line. Well, they like, get yeah, licenses. Uh, Ninja, like, Turtles, Ninja Turtles, uh, Ghostbusters. Ninja Turtles with Ghostbusters. Ninja Turtles dying, turning into ghosts, then teaming up with the Ghostbusters, then getting them a mechanical body so they're like Transformer ghosts. Getting busted shoplifting as a ghost. Busting makes them feel good. Ooh. Uh, so what I wanted to uh, bring up is, I think we've mentioned this on the show before, is it going to get to a stage where Marvel just goes, you know what, we're not doing, we're not doing comics anymore. Uh, IDW, Dark Horse, you play with Spider-Man for a bit. I think maybe not, but I think maybe Disney will be like, hang on, you're not doing comics as good as you should, Marvel. <laughs> yeah. We want you to do them better. Do and them better. And they're going to go, yes, Disney. And, um, because they're going through puberty again over at Marvel. Yeah, well, Mickey, that was Mickey Mouse. That was my, and I've lost my voice. That was my Mickey Mouse voice. Hang on. Why, why, why would Mickey Mouse be working for Marvel? Disney. No, but Disney was telling Marvel off. Yeah, I got it wrong. 
I got it completely wrong. Other way around. Oh, oh look, I was laughing so hard I lost my page. <laughs> uh, Green Lantern is going to be rebooted again. Number one, written by Grant Morrison. Oh, I was going to get there. And also, with a comedic like twist, uh, Jeff Johns is doing some Batman stories. Oh, really? Uh, Mark Silvestri is doing a Batman slash Joker team-up book. Well, the, the Jeff Johns Batman story is called The Three Jokers, and they're bringing in The Dark Knight Returns. Okay, quick, 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 Nick. What are the other two, Nick? Three versions of the Joker versus Batman. Well, aren't there three Jokers in continuity anyway? Yeah, so the, yeah, as in the continuity of the three Joker, um, what are they called? Um, when he, origin stories yep. are in the one universe. Yeah, right. Oh. Uh, and I think Kelly Sue DeConnick is taking on a, or redoing the origins of Green Lantern. Oh, really? Which is pretty good because she's an awesome writer. I didn't know that. That's no, wicked. that was announced in San Diego as well. Uh, so I'm not a big... Uh, DC reader. I'm also not a big Green Lantern fan because Nick is. I can do anything apart from touch yellow. Avarice. Speaking of DC, uh, DC Universe streaming service is coming up at you. Uh, I think if you're at the San Diego Comic Con right now and somehow watching this, give me your powers. Yeah, you're uh, a loser. But also, uh, $7.99 a month, you get access to a service of TV uh, shows. With like the just new the DV, DC shows on it. Yeah, yeah. Like Teen Titans. Wow, that looked great. No, don't applaud that, Braden. That's horrible. Uh, no, no, no. no, no, no Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go is brilliant and possibly one not of the with best the, not with shows the, ever. Not with the Robin that doesn't like Batman. No. Poor Batman. Does anyone think of how Batman... The guy lost his parents. And this guy, he's taken under his wing and, and nurtured him and given him all this money, says a horrible, nasty thing. But Robin, take a good hard look at yourself, you spoilt little brat. He is a gymnast. A spoilt gymnast. Get over that vault. <laughs> anyway, DC streaming service. Get that if you like comics on your TV for reasons. Uh, Marvel have been teasing... Uh, they may have made this announcement already. But a big X logo. Ooh, what could it mean? Well, we do know that there is an X-Men Black coming. And it's an X-Men team uh, helmed by Magneto. Is it just like X-Force? Probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Magneto, Magneto's cool. He's one of the best characters. That um, Magneto run that they did, um, in, in, uh, the first volume is called Infamous. Yep. That was amazing. Magne is that the one with... Uh, he, had, he had low power. He lost all his powers. He yep. only had a tiny bit of it. So he couldn't, you know, like destroy everything so he'd do little things if he wanted some information out of someone he'd just get a paper clip and just make it go under their skin all the way up until like, and then and and go you know that's going to eventually reach your brain yep. you better tell me and still just like even when they tell you know even when they tell the information he's still like <laughs> into their head magneto's pa awesome paper clip when he's done right man he's oh oh yeah uh, David Yarden did the covers for that I think yeah but yeah magneto was an awesome series so I can't wait to see X-Men Black coming out it's going to be so dark. It's going to be as, as dark as black. It's going to be that blackness. Batman will be like, hey, stop stealing my vibe. I'm Batman. I'm black. No. No, Dan. Well, he is. He's a costume. No, no Dan. No. His costume is black. Uh, Uncanny X-Men is probably coming back, which yes. is cool. Now, I have um, every single issue of Uncanny X-Men since 1991. I'm not buying it. I, I, I'm not. I jumped on, you know. I don't want to. I jumped on my first... You can't make me, Dan. I'm not going to do it. My first uncanny experience of reading that storyline was just recently. You know when, like, um, Wolverine became the uh, 
headmaster of the Jean's Jean Grey School of yep, yep. Learning before he died. And then and then they had and then um and then Cyclops went on off his own and they did Uncanny. Yep. I read about seven issues and went, yeah. Cyclops is a dude. They're teasing his return because the uh, modern day Cyclops died of a Terrigen mist thing and summoned humans malarkey. He, he can come back as like a an, a, a, a a Terrigen mist X Men. Well, you a could an in an in X an X human. Uh, I've done that. Gen men. Gen men. An inhuman. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's uh, another spoiler coming out of there as well. A lot of other stuff coming out of San Diego Comic Con. I'm sure we'll go through it next episode uh, because we are in the middle of Avcon, a convention of our own, where lots of people are coming by and and buying comics and looking at Braden weirdly, going, "What's that guy doing?" We're in the Greenlight Comics booth. We are. It's the first time Greenlight's had a booth at anything. Yeah. Apart from markets. <laughs> this is a market. This is a, if you're in the in the market for some comics and a good old Nintendo things, uh, come on down next year when it's on. We may not be here, but hey, this this is all fun. Still happening. Thanks for your time. We're gonna go back to interviewing people now. We're gonna go back to another Star White probably. <laughs> everyone you're still listening slash watching so your eyes and ears are working correctly congratulations i'm a doctor no i'm actually ben that's dan over here and we are with tyson hey. from toy box games hey everyone tyson you're here to, uh showcasing in yeah. the uh the old indie game development area that's correct second year this time second year yeah, now, is there good. a limit on how many years you can be in there not that i'm aware of as long right. as you basically uh submit your game and they're like yeah that's cool then it's all good you <laughs> yeah. can rock up you get to graduate graduate indie game section and then you're not allowed back yeah that's it i'll never come back ever <laughs> i wish again. getting like, a get job out. was that easy just, yeah right uh, i suppose thing. i yeah. suppose it's once you've hit like once you're not an indie anymore once you've hit triple a you're not allowed back yeah well now, yeah what, what's your position? What do you have to do with uh, Fireborn? Uh, so um, I'm creative director along with co-owner of Toybox Games. Awesome. Uh, so my position basically involves general overview of the game in general. Uh, but being indie, we're indie plus, we have to do many other things. So I'm responsible for all of the level development, design. Oh, wow. Um, along with uh, my producer, Yasin, who also does some design as well. So, so we're responsible for all of that. Awesome. Yeah. You play a lot of Mario Maker then. Uh, no, actually, I don't. I did go through like Minecraft for a while, but my Ooh. my um, throwback would have to be to like Halo 3's Forge. Oh, That's right. when I really fell Dude, in love with like, level that. design and stuff. It was I the used best, to just yeah. build castles of forklifts yeah, right? and stuff and then make everyone start at the edge of the map yeah. and you had to run in and get the one gun in the middle. Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> so you built yeah. castles of forklifts? Yeah, just put all forklifts on top yeah. of each other. As in forklift forklifts. Yeah, yeah, like proper forklifts, yeah. Because you could make Halo levels, you had all the elements, you could do whatever you want. It was well, pretty amazing. For amazing. fork's sake. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so tell us a little bit about Fireborn. Uh, Fireborn. Uh, Primordial was Fireborn, full title. Third person action adventure game. Uh, heavily story driven. For anyone out there who's a fan of like Spyro or Legend of Zelda, uh, Ooh, Banjo yeah, Kazooie, that kind of stuff, right? All those games that no oh, one likes. Yeah, <laughs> no one likes, yeah, no. Nah. So kind of a throwback to that, but. Bring it into the modern era with almost a little bit of a mature story. Ooh, yeah. oh, right. So they um, do taxes and no, not, not that kind. The uh, oh. the fun kind of mature. Not like yeah. in oh. Shemu where you just drive a forklift yeah, around. Yeah, <laughs> none of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you play as Ash, who is our primary uh, protagonist. Mm -hmm. He is an anthropomorphic phoenix, uh, and he nice. he whoa, wakes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down, Tiger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an anthropomorphic. <laughs> Phoenix. An anthropomorphic As in the phoenix. firebird. Yes, a firebird. Yeah. So he's a man firebird. Correct. 
I'm getting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Ash wakes up with no memory of who he is. Um, Except that he's an anthem from Orbit Phoenix. No, he doesn't even know that. The first time he, he sort of. Why am on fire? Yeah, the first time. <laughs> yeah. So at the start of the game, he kind of gets captured and then accidentally burns the prison cell to the ground. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of a, a, our precursor into the whole fact that there's a lot of fire in this game, hence the title Fireborn, right? Uh, that yeah. makes sense now. Yeah, All and, comes together. Yeah, and shit kind of just hits the fan after that. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now you uh, dealing with the Unreal Engine. We are dealing with the Unreal Engine. What is that like, considering a lot of high-end games are using that bad boy? Uh, I love it. So I started with UDK almost six years ago. So that was like UE3 yep. at the time. So yep. we're at UE4 now. Um, I don't know. Engine preference is just engine preference. Our team prefer Unreal. So just because you've used it a lot yeah, and stuff so like that. We, we use it a lot. Um, we kind of like what... We've got a very art-heavy team, so it helps us a lot with the fact that like the post-processing post -processing effects that they've got in Unreal and stuff like that are just ridiculous, right? right. Um, and so it just makes it very easy for us to make very high visual fidelity sort of scenes and environments. I mean, if you've played the game, you've seen that we're kind of aiming for a really pretty yep. game, right? Yep. So um, Candy. Yeah, that's right. Visual candy sort of thing. Uh, and Unreal makes that very, very easy. Yeah, right. Uh, especially here in Australia, we're kind of a minority in terms of developers. I yep. think it's fair to say that Unity's probably got the market share, especially here. Yeah. Uh, so we're from Melbourne originally, so especially in Melbourne. Uh, but Unreal's, you know, it's getting its foothold. And especially since you've got, like, developers like us at Toybox, and then next to us was the uh, crew behind uh, Brief Battles. Okay, so yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing Unreal as well, and it's really cool to see, like, a bunch of, like, you know, indie teams that are adopting this miraculous AAA engine and, like, just pumping out some really, really impressive well, I mean, uh, Octopath Traveler uses it. Right? right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That game yeah. is amazing. Exactly right. Yeah, it's, like, it's crazy. It's just, yeah, it's awesome. Does your game have RPG elements? Um, Kind of, but they're not, like experience and levels yep. and stuff like that it's more, more like we um weapons ash, yes so ash grows as a character as you progress through the world right so um as he sort of accesses memories from his past life uh you unlock game mechanics that allow you to do more stuff and you get stronger that way nice uh, yeah i don't want to talk too much about the story and how yeah, that stuff goes don't give it away. spoil it all now absolutely just not. get it all out in yeah. the i mean we'll yeah. just pass it on to our dozens of listeners yeah <laughs> What yeah, is yeah. Um, so, is it, it is it released at the moment, or is uh, it in, um, is it still behind closed yeah, doors? No, so we're pre-alpha. Um, yep. To be honest, even though we're kind of keeping the story under wraps, we've been pretty like free spirited with what we've been giving away and showing people, especially yep. on like social media. Yep. We don't have the liberty of being a big AAA company with millions of dollars to hide everything and then be like, yeah, you're all gonna like your heads are gonna explode yeah, when we release get, it, right? You need to get people hyped about exactly it. Exactly right. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. So um, you know, one of uh, our first major bosses is a primordial. So primordials are these creatures that you seek out throughout the world. And that's like a giant sixty foot stone gorilla. So <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> Anthropomorphic so, phoenix fighting a stone gorilla. Yeah. Oh. If that hasn't got you sold, I don't know what will. Yeah, it's what's wrong with you? A thing of beauty, for sure. Why do you yeah. even play games? Yeah. <laughs> um, now, what's the difference between alpha, pre-alpha, beta? We've spoken to other devs today, and I've gotten the term wrong every single time. Yeah, cool. So, um, basically, you've got the concept stage, right? right. This, is a, this is a personal take. You'll get different responses from every developer, right? Oh, good. But roughly... You've got your concept stage, which is where you're conceptualizing stuff, but you haven't really built anything. Right? Okay. Pre-alpha, which is where we're at now, which yep. is you're basically building the game, but you don't really have it so that you can start at the game and then finish the game. Right. So you've 
got chunks here and there. So yep. we've got like maybe half our levels completed and stuff like that. And then other ones that are so bare bones you can barely even you walk just, through you it, You walk right? and you fall. Yeah. <laughs> then you've got Alpha. Uh, alpha, generally, at least for us, will be we'll do a lot of in-house testing where the game's pretty much complete minus a lot of bugs and maybe some a few features that we want to add. Yep. Uh, then you go to beta. That's when you generally introduce the public a hell of a lot more. Right. Um, get it get uh, get it out there for people to play test because you know it, you could spend a thousand hours playing your own game and the first day it goes out, someone will find a bug that you never expected to be there, sort of thing. And you'll be in yeah. that boxing game. Yeah, work. that's exactly right. <laughs> so that's beta, and then when a when a project goes gold, that basically means that it's on the disc or yep. it's yep. digitally ready, and it can go out there and it's ready or to go. ready to go out yep. and put on the disc, and then yeah. a day one download patch that takes yeah, exactly four hours right. to download. Yeah, you should just bring it out first step, and then just download. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then uh, oh, it's broken. We'll bring it out later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So when can we look forward to playing this a little bit more if we're not in Avcon? Uh, so. The next time we'll be showcasing it publicly will be at PAX Australia. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we'll be there in a couple of months uh, where we will be showcasing the gorilla boss fight as well. Awesome. So, yeah. Uh, I wish I good. could be there, but I'll be in Japan that time. Dan, maybe I mean, you can that go sounds over. pretty good, though, yeah. uh, to oh, be yeah. fair. Me and yeah. Braden is going to have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, awesome. And uh, where are you working to towards the release? Have you got a, uh, an idea for a release date? or? Look, it's honest. honestly, it's a when it's finished sort of deal. Yeah. Um, being an indie team and limited on funds, we can kind of only really invest personal time. Yep. So we don't even, we're not even like full time or anything like yep. that. Uh, so look, if I was going to give you a soft launch within the next two years, if Sweet. we like, if we're successful with like Kickstarter in like a year when we want to do it then, and that bumps up the rate, then I could say in like a year and a bit. But I don't want to give any hard fast because one of the things that always upsets me is people give a date and then they realize, you oh, break it, yeah. we've got so much to do, let's push it back. And then people get upset. So if I'm just like, look, when it's released, you'll be the first to hear about it. Yeah. Uh, sort of thing. Yeah. Kind of, kind of like Have that. Have you got a, uh, a preferred platform you'd like to bring it out on? Uh, so it's definitely coming out on PC just for us because Steam. It's Steam for sure. Uh, just because it's super easy to deal with. Yeah. Yep. But I'm not going to lie. I My head would explode if I was able to announce that it's coming out on Switch. Yes. Like, in my opinion, the game's built for Switch, right? Yeah, you've, you've probably um, got a really good chance. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, yeah. It's, uh, we've had a lot of local de developers in Melbourne who've had the opportunity to be on the Switch, and it's, it's incredible. And, I mean, any of the other consoles, Xbox, I grew up as an Xbox fanboy, yep. but I grew up with my PlayStations as well. So, I mean, anything. I think I'm just going to lose my mind when I see someone who isn't me playing the game for the first time, so I don't really care what it's on. We're the uh, same when we see someone watching this yeah. for the first time. <laughs> Hopefully see it that one day. Like a proud parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my boy! Yeah. That's my game! Yeah. So where can we find out more? Uh, follow us. Uh, so you can follow us at, at TBX Games. So TBX Games. Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Uh, and then I'm on Twitter pretty often as well, so you can go uh, at TJ Atomica. So that's TJ a-T-O-M-I-C-A. Uh, I'm constantly putting stuff up and you can keep up to date there. And then lastly, there's our website, which is uh, toyboxgamestudios.com. Excellent. Excellent. So go to those places and watch it with your eyes because we already discovered at the start they're working fine. Tyson from Toybox Studios, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And we look forward to seeing more of your game as it comes along. Wonderful. Cheers. Awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> and welcome back. Back from where? I don't know where you've been. Um, so we're here with in, uh, at Avcom with some indie developer, Andrew. Yep, that's right. Um, and so, what is your game? Uh, so it's Brief Battles. It's a couch party game. As, as we can see on your t-shirt. Yes, where you fight friends using superpowered underpants as the primary goal. Whoa, whoa. Superpowered underpants? 
Super-powered underpants, yes, are that's you, right. Are you underpants or you get underpants to wear? You get some super-powered underpants in-game, so you like Slatter as a pudgy, pink, little, lovely, sticky character that can run around the map, and uh, you want to find super-powered undies and battle each other. you got, like, your toxic tidy whities buns of steel, <laughs> flaming hot pants. It's all good. So we're we talking about a brawler or an RPG where you have to level up your undies so it's like an arena brawler so just fast get in there with a few friends have a good laugh and uh yeah, have a good time like couch battler so yeah yeah a beer battler that's it that's it <laughs> and so um how long have you been doing this what working on this one yeah so it's been i think uh two and a half years now so we started at this is our third time to avcon so we had six months before the first time we showed it here it was a pretty terrible uh, build back then but yeah so it's two and a half years part-time on this one now so um have you got a, a plan of a release or anything? What, what stage is it at? It's getting really close to release now. So we're at all final content is done. We're just polishing it up for Xbox One and PC. So, uh, oh, so, so you've, you've, you've got yeah, yeah, your yeah. goal of your Xbox and PC, so Steam. Yep. Yeah, that's it. So um, yeah, this year's the plan. So hopefully all goes well. It'll be out pretty soon. And where did the... So how did you come up with powered underpants? So who's the... I, who, 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 are you the concept behind the underpants or have you got a, an art designer who's like, I'm fully into undies. <laughs> I reckon we should go down that path. It was a it was a growth, I suppose, over time. So it wasn't immediately underpants. We had our one character. He was designed. That was me. I made an art of this guy called Kevin. He's just this little plump pink guy wearing a pair of underpants and a cape. And we had four of him in one arena. And we're like, well, let's maybe get the powers from the underpants. They're picking up little power-ups, things like that. So... It was a little bit gradual, but then we embraced the power of the butt eventually, as you do, and uh, here we are today. <laughs> Sounds amazing. So, um, have you got anything you, want, uh, you guys want to plug or you want to push, 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 or anything like that? Um, well, I guess if you check out briefbattles.com, there's a link to our uh, Steam page. You can get on there and uh, wishlist it if that's something you're into. Yeah, if you love a good party game, check it out. That sounds amazing. Got anything to add, Ben? No, I'm not a part of this interview. Oh, that's not fair. So sad. <laughs> <laughs> he can be. Um, so I'm going to think of some other questions because I've run out of my questions already. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up, man. I'm going to wrap it up. So um, that sounds good. So you're over there. Um, yep. Come down and play for the Avcon. Um, Absolutely. And um, did, I, did I ask you about your, your release date of when you thought you were going to do it? We're not going to give an exact date just yet, but uh, no as soon, one as, wants as, to soon give as we out, can, we will. No one wants to give out any exact dates. Did you know the guy that, you know... But I thought, are you gonna have you planning a big launch party where everyone has to just wear underpants? That would be a pretty good idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah, you should get all over that. Absolutely, no. we have worn underpants on the outside at events previously, but yeah, we'll see. We'll suss it out. So <laughs> the underpants have different powers. Is that That's what? it. And so, what's an example of a power that an underpants gives you? So buns of steel, for example, uh, if you use them in game, they, they slow you down, so they're a bit more heavy, but they are extremely powerful. You turn into a uh, steel cannonball if you uh, use them. Uh, toxic tidy wilies, you're just dripping with toxic goop Ugh, that so you yeah. can stick to people and it'll explode over time, kind of like a goo ball bomb. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there any like, weapon-based ones where you've just gone all phallic <laughs> on it? Um, nothing like that at the moment. It's a bit more organic. Um, yeah, like your icy undies, mate. You can like helps you lob out some icy shards at people, <laughs> so you can slow them down, take them out like that. Dude, it sounds amazing. I'm totally gonna get over there pretty soon and play it. And awesome, thank you man. for coming in. Thank you, man. And have Thanks a good for having us. You too. Oh, so what? Here we go. Well, that's about it for 2018 Avcon and Hack the Dino. This has been episode 48. We've got episode 50 coming up soon. I know it's gonna be the best. Is it? Do we yeah. do we have plans? 
Nice. Episode 48. Soon is 50. That's two, which is fortnight. Anyway, uh, this is us wrapping up from Avcom. What, what did you like today? Did you see anything you, that tickled your fancy? Well, I just judged a pop vinyl, a custom pop vinyl competition. That oh, was, cool. That was kind of cool. What one? Um, via Shin Tokyo. They right. were putting that on. And I got over to the Indie Games stuff, had a look at that. Got a director spec, had a look at that. Didn't get to it as much as I wanted because I had to run the booth, but yeah. still such a good day. Yeah, I uh, was on a panel. Representing Hack the Dino, the uh, retrospect uh, first five generations of video game consoles. Ooh. I spoke about Gen 3, which is the Nintendo Entertainment System, and that filthy, disgusting Sega company. I love Sega. Yeah, I thought you would. Streets of Rage. Anyway, I had a bunch of Sega bullies gang up on me. Oh, did you get, did you get, nah, that? Uh, there was a host and three of us on the panel. And those three people ganged up on me. You were the only Nintendo kid? I was the only Nintendo person there. I think I won, though, because I went, all right, everyone, yep, Sega's really awesome, so let's all get our new Sega consoles and head on over to the Sega... Bu oh. Oh, whoops. I won. Like Sonic Mania. I won. Nintendo the, and I, together again, winning all the things with our superior everything. Wait, the Dreamcast will come out and you'll all be like, Yo! No. We've been Hack the Dino, your pop culture podcast, coming to you live from Avcon 2018. Um, if you could head over to Patreon, if you like what you see, and maybe throw us a couple of bucks, keep the lights on, that'd be sweet. That's patreon.com backslash hack the dino. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, here, what, what was the word? Annihilate that like button or subscribe button, whatever it is. Desecrate. Desecrate that subscribe button. Just pound it so hard until it falls apart and it's no good anymore. And you won't need it anymore because you only need to desecrate it once. Mm. And when and then once you've done that, cruise down to Greenlight Comics and come buy comics off Mwah and, and you can Mwah. and have a look at the, the trophy that Dan has that, that he I won't won. have too soon because nah. he's fallen behind. Nah, I'll win. I'll win. Am we'll I see. behind? Uh, maybe it's a draw. I don't know. Who cares? I'm going to keep that. That, that goal. Watch all our other stuff, our Let's Plays, uh, other things. Watch Ross in the background trying to uh, get all the attention because he's a, he's a man who craves stuff. Like attention. Calms. All right, we're done. What a thrill. Darkness and silence through the night What a thrill I'm searching and I'll melt into you What a fear in my heart But you're so supreme
on a tree frog It's so deep the trial to survive For the day 